Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 312, Episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. And it is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. Oh, yeah. Big day. All Hallows Day? Mm, I guess. I mean, it is Day of the Dead. It's All Saints Day. It's Prime Meridian Day. It's National Biologic Coordinators Day. It's World Vegan Day. Cinnamon Day. Calzone. It's like everything. There's way too many things wow. happening today. They were Fucking, all holding off. Dude, National Deep Fried Clams Day. Uh, National Stress Awareness Day. Cook for Your Pets Day. No, we're not doing that. Uh, National <laughs> Family Literacy Day. National Authors Day. National Vinegar Day. Okay. Wow. I didn't even know they had the day. But yeah, shout out to you. It's like everyone was holding their breath for Halloween and then they're like, boom, oh, cinnamon vinegar, calzone, fried clams. All like, the days. <laughs> yeah, what a day. What a day. Wow. Uh, well, all right. Shout out to all of that shit. Mm-hmm. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. This is the story of a guy who pissed his pants named Jackie O'Brien. Uh, that is courtesy of Landowski. The Landau, nope, Landowski, Landowski C or Landowski. No, no way to know. Anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Hey, it's Miles Gray, aka just bringing back the Halloween one, uh, aka Bile Spray. Uh, Bile thank you spray. so much for having me. I don't have Ooh. my singing boots on today, but I have my lifted boots on, and we will talk about that later. We will talk yes. about that. Best journalism being done in the United States <laughs> right now. And no, our priorities are not misplaced. No, no. Best journalism know. being done is looking at whether Ron DeSantis is wearing lifts, and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in yes. our third seat by mm-hmm. one of our very favorite guests, a very yes. funny comedian, activist, uh, the host of the great award-winning podcast, Good Muslim, Bad Muslim, the senior fellow on comedy at the Pop Culture Collab. Uh, she's written yes. in the New York Times. Wrote and performed a piece on NPR's Fresh Air. 
Uh, it that. is the hilarious, the talented Zara Norba. Zara, Zara, last time we spoke to you, you were on the 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 You're precipice like, of parenthood. Yo. You're back. Precipice. <laughs> Was that a precipice? It feels like I'm on one now. <laughs> But the child uh, is here for listeners who are hanging on to the developments. The child is here. Child is the healthy. The child is here. Oh, congratulations. Boy, here. Congratulations. <laughs> what and child I, is this? Ah, I had ooh. a baby. Yeah, you and, did. And in this the sleep is slowly coming, right? The, slowly, the slowly sleep. but surely. What's oh, when I sleep. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Wait, I, know. I sleep? I had like a panic there. Like she's sleeping. She sleeps fine. She's gonna sleep. Right. Oh, but my me. sleep. Right. No, I'm never gonna sleep again. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah. It'll. It's. It's temporary. It's funny. Like our guest yesterday, April Simpson, also has a young child and is also dealing with sleep deprivation. Oh my so god. So we better hope this whole week maybe should just be all sleep deprived new parents. Sleep deprivation. The sleep deprivation season. Three thirty one. 312. 312, yeah. See, and that is, so 312 is the numerical equivalent of 331 when your brain is sleep deprived. Exactly. That's, yeah. It's that's actually, sleep deprivation, Matt. It's my overrated. My overrated is sleep. Sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. I'll do. Exactly. That's you don't right. need it. Sleep, I'll sleep in my Lambo when I finally get that shit. That's right. I bury me upright. <laughs> yeah, upright. I don't want to be sleeping. I, I maneuver a bulldozer daily. It's fine. Forkless, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, all good, all good. The sound of the people screaming when you're closing in on their house and your bulldozer <laughs> yeah. wakes you up. And oh, that's, oh god! Yeah. Oh my, yeah, yeah. No, I know that's part of the system. Everything it's, else works out. Yeah, you're meant yeah, to just yeah. load this gravel into the truck. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> Where's the truck? Go? Five miles that way. <laughs> when they say it takes a village, yeah, yeah. right. Any range, no problem. Shout out to all the sleep deprived, tired, sleepy, sleepy people out yeah. there. Yeah. You just don't know. Everyone says you're not going to sleep, but this is a different kind of you don't sleep. It's just yeah. not the same. It's not like my husband was even saying it's not like medical school. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Because you have this like little peanut putty being that, that could die any minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the stakes feel like especially early on like half the oh time i would God. wake up to look if see my kid like is he, is he still in the bassinet yeah. okay good Just and like, when uh, they're sleeping soundly you're like are you dead yeah you're like right. this, this is too sound and then you gotta like like i don't want to touch them but i'm gonna see if i see their lungs moving yeah and then they're too small sometimes you can't tell in a swaddle so then you want to hold your finger under their nose I've feel the breath comes up I, I know. Yeah. Look, we're all we all suffer from this sickness at some point. It's we're crazy like, how how much they keep on breathing even when you're not watching. Yeah, I'd never like I'm, I'm the type of person who like feels like I need to stay vigilant on a plane in order for it not to crash. Even though oh, I'm not. Really? Oh, that's it. funny. Yeah, I'm like gripping the side. I'm just like, come on, man. We. Gotta... I've been flying planes. Have you really? <laughs> yeah, just since you just since you gave birth. <laughs> Because I've, I've been so sleep deprived, I just wanted to test myself. Yeah, and yeah, put it all on the line, right? That's yeah. I 
I kind of like like there's got to be some work of satire that's like that that like somebody once they become <laughs> incredibly sleep deprived and incoherent, people just start trusting them with everything <laughs> because that does seem to be how things work in in yeah. Washington. Am I, I right? I was just gonna say like the U.S. presidency. Thank you. If there's ever been a president. A consistent presidency that feels like it's asleep, it would be the U.S. presidency. (laughs) Biden always looks like he's straining so hard to keep his eyes open. It's like that moment, like when you're in class and like you've just like never been more tired in your life. You're just like, God damn, my eyes. Yeah. It's a different one. want to close so badly. Gets in your bones. All right. Well. Zara, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things that we're talking about today. Uh, we are going to talk about Ron DeSantis's boots. Fine. We have diagrams, oh, folks. Yeah. Good. We have expert opinion. We, we got it all. So we're going to look at that. We're going to look at another, another one of these dang shoplifting rings yeah. that popped up in the last couple months. And uh turns out to be bullshit again. Just, Wait, no crime wave? Single damn time, Miles. Uh, every single time. What again. is it about it? When these yeah. when these retail companies start screaming crime wave, it's not. But yeah. oh my god, I was here for the last one. Oh, well, great. <laughs> well, perfect timing. With you, you bring the myth busting realization. So we appreciate that, Zara. Love yeah. it. We'll talk about Halloween candy, whether uh, what you should do with it, how you should consume it, according to dentists. Yeah. And we will talk about a subculture that I need to get in on that's happening in New Zealand. It involves blasting Celine Dion as as loud as you fucking can. (laughs) People are like, it's a social contagion. And (laughs) I say, let let it burn then. Yeah. Or do you mean, let it burn? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I meant. I meant the second one. Uh, My you. heart will burn. Sorry, there we go. The <laughs> trend will go on. There you go. I can't sing like Celine Dion, it turns out. That's why you got to just blast it. Just blast God it out damn. your speaker. Yeah, you, you have to get in the here. Pound your chest. Uh, oh, uh, whoa. Yeah, get that vibrato. Yeah. Get that Wolf of Wall Street. That's right. <laughs> I was watching that very recently. <laughs> one of those ones that gets in your bones and you have to watch it every once in a while. The which start Matthew McConaughey started that was like a vocal warm-up he was doing. And Scorsese was like, Could you just like do that on camera? That was weird as fuck. <laughs> that's how why we have that. Before we get to any of it, Zara. We do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Math jokes. Math jokes. <laughs> I looked up math jokes. What's a math j- like? Give me, hit me with one. Uh, okay. Uh, the I says to the pie, be rational. Why says to the pie, be rational? And yeah, the pie no, I'm not says get back. That one. Oh. The pie says back, get real. This is rational number. Oh, come on. You know the imaginary number I? Okay. (laughs) I'm. Ah ha ha ha. Love that math joke. uh, There's (laughs) one of a. Okay, Sammy O'Bain has better math jokes than the ones I found on the internet, but (laughs) I was looking up math joke cartoons. 
Wait, wait, what got you onto math jokes? Somebody told me that they don't like comedy. They just like math. That, what? Yeah, okay. it was like some them. some guy was like negging me in a in the grocery store line. <laughs> I don't know Wait, why. What? <laughs> Were you doing like a type five about grocery lines or something? <laughs> I mean, okay, let's be real. I'm a out of commission comedian right now. Right, I'm right, not right. Performing right now, which means that I'm performing everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Like, I'm sorry, world. That's just what happens. That was yeah. <laughs> just trying jokes out on everybody. <laughs> wait, so you you ask someone randomly in line, you like, hey, like you want to hear a joke? <laughs> basically, basically, that's what I'm doing now. I yeah. just like I say a dumb, funny thing, like, oh, guess this line's gonna just keep going, and I don't is, get is like that a, a geometry. Ha. Is that a geometry joke? No, it gets there. You know, like so okay, then I just yeah, like yeah. keep at it. You know, just right. double down, like. It's just a, a ra- wrapping around corners, uh, all right. the corners. So I'm sure there's a math joke to plug in here. Yeah. Like, well, lines do so famously keep going, you yeah. know, and in, in <laughs> geometry, they just keep going and going. Right. And pi goes and goes forever. And the guy was like, I like math, just not jokes. And I was like, what the? What the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I don't know if <laughs> that's the person a you know. Or they were just the person like right Did in I get front heckled? of you. Yeah. Is he yeah. telling me to stop making nice? I just don't. Un- I love that binary, though. It's math yeah. or humor. Pick one. It's like, I I don't know. But I guess why wasn't the geometry teacher at school? Because she sprained her ankle? <laughs> you like that's that? One. You like that guy? And he's like crying. It's so he's like, oh, fuck. Ah, you write this that? Moment, you write that? <laughs> this moment has changed me. Right, right, right. I love it. <laughs> I like math. Okay, thanks. Like was math, was he like? Chips. Was he my seven year old son? That's like <laughs> the sort of thing my seven year old son would say to me. Like, I try and make him laugh. And he's like, I like math, Dad. Okay, Ooh, jokes. That's kind of fucked up. That's actually probably the most scathing response you could give. Where you're like, honestly, I like math better than whatever the fuck this is. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, come on, man. I uh, I've had a baby. I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Please, man. I haven't I haven't gone up in like months. Look, Help me. Warm up a little. <laughs> and then you just burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, fuck, fuck, I'm sorry, okay? I didn't know. I fuck what the fuck? That's when I dropped the forklift on him. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. right. <laughs> what uh what's something you think is overrated? Okay, overrated is sleep. You don't need it. Okay. I, Turns out, I can yeah. no longer, ironically, I can no longer do mental math in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Because just running on pure fumes at I this can't. point. I can't. Yeah. If you were to be like five minus two, I'd just stare at you. I'd like, I'd wait for you to do it. I, yeah. <laughs> I just can't. Like everyone, of course, knows <laughs> right. five minus two yeah. is. You're doing that thing is. where like you're, inter- like you're at a party and you don't know a person's name and you're trying to yeah. get them to say it. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Oh, and, it's, uh, and then this is my partner and this is. It, uh, uh, three, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your name, good sir. Why, of course, I know your name. It's as simple as five minus three, <laughs> is <laughs> which is, <laughs> of course, and I don't even have to finish that. Well, sentence. my name's Hank, but that answer is <laughs> first two, I guess, right? Two, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, sure. I wasn't okay, gonna say so... three. 
You're not yeah. an idiot, I guess. But I can do, I could operate heavy machinery right. just fine. Right. Fly a plane. Yes. And I could probably perform surgery. Yeah. Oh, easy, easy, easy. I mean, the stuff that we have to do as par- as new parents, like cutting a baby's fingernails on an hour of sleep. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know how long I fucking waited? Baby, those little tiny baby <laughs> fingernails, I was so afraid. I'm like, I'm going to cut the whole fucking fingertip off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, nah, man. And then in the beginning, I was biting them off. I was like, ain't nobody got precision precision like my mouth and teeth. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So you're a a fingernail biter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Every every now and then. But then now, like, it's finally to the point where I trust myself with those little baby fingernail scissors. And, like, we were doing all right. But, yeah, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot getting adjusted to be responsible for a little tiny life. Yeah. And then just holding her going downstairs. I go downstairs yeah. with a child. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why that's so terrifying to me. Your you're like doing the thing. Your autopilot. Where, yeah. Like you are when you're flying that plane. Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, that's why I just was like, sign me up for all the things. I don't need sleep. I'm a hero. Yeah. I just okay. don't ask me to do math. I can't tell you what five minus three is, but I can right. do everything else. But yeah. Oh, yeah. You need me to, you mean you need to operate that backhoe real quick? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Easy. That, I mean, there is a, they found a real similarity between like sleep deprivation and like having a couple drinks. Like they're not that dissimilar. See, you see? And like, yeah, I definitely get, because because when you're sleep deprived, you, you have less energy. Your inner critic has less energy to like pop oh. up and be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you <laughs> right. doing? You can't drive a backup. So you're just a little bit, there's just less energy to go around. And so some of the things that are, you know, luxuries, like the things that step on the brakes for us during our most awake moments are no longer operational. And we just get uh, that's why we, you know, get a little punchy because we're we're basically sleep drunk. Mm. Yeah, I've been sleep drunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. And this is why you should be flying those planes because you have <laughs> yeah. utter confidence. Would totally, you rather yeah. have a Would you rather have a drunk ass pilot or a sleep deprived pilot? That's what I'm saying. You want me? Is this a math joke? I don't know. I'm just curious. <laughs> if, if we're likening the two, right? And people always make jokes about how pilots are drunk as shit all the time. Would you? Yeah. I'm like, part of me is like, pilots maybe I like the drunk pilot. Yeah. <laughs> At least sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. Drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like pilots are fully... really sleep deprived. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's why they're so damn smooth when they get on mic. They're like, hey. <laughs> right. What's it sounds like everybody. It's Mad like when you get, that, yeah, you get the phone call from your boss that's like waking you up because you slept in, you're late for work. And they're like, where yeah. are you? And you're like, yeah, man. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like in my car right, right now. So, like, <laughs> so everybody's like, hey. Why do you sound so speaking? fucking chilled out, man? <laughs> that's yeah, what I sound right like I... to my baby all the time. Hey, baby. Yeah. How's it yeah, going? We're at a cruising yeah. altitude of 30,000 feet. So we're going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just asked why you're not at the office. <laughs> I'm gonna land this plane on a fork. Yeah. What did the acorn say when it grew up? What? Geometry. That's a math joke. Oh shit. That's We're doing it. Joke. And that's how I end all my that's how I punctuate my, all my math jokes. And that's a math joke. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what's something you think is underrated? Okay. Everyone should have a child. <laughs> this, is, this is such parent uh speech. I, lo- I love it everyone, everyone. You must. no matter what no matter the situation yes everyone 
adopt a baby, have a baby, <laughs> take someone else's, do an egg donation, <laughs> yes. kidnap a baby. However, yeah. you get to it, you should have a baby. It's an experience. Oh, I like that you said it like it was almost like doing ayahuasca or something. Not that, like, <laughs> it's so it outwardly is. positive. Be like, dude, it's a fucking so trip. It's yeah. a oh my god. Trip. What do you do on ayahuasca? You like remember your past. You go into your deepest, darkest holes. <laughs> you throw up a couple of times. Yeah. Oh my god. You're visited by the spirit. Yeah, by a presence that is familiar yet oh foreign to you. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you know what it's like to just like be there at like two o'clock in the morning, just like ex- in excruciating pain? But by the way, I'm forty having a kid like this is not like being 20 or 30 even when you're 40 and you're having a kid like <laughs> it ain't for oh, sissies oh my god it is <laughs> not old crusty men and alcoholics <laughs> 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 getting old ain't for sissies kid <laughs> oh my god my back my back yeah. oh. oh my god yeah it just like i can't tell you how many times i like thought back to all these like baby showers i blew off or like friends that I just was like, oh yeah, did you have a kid? Ha 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 ha. <laughs> right, right, right. No big deal. Whatever. Ha 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 ha. I'll see you when you come out of that in five right. years, I guess. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> well, Zara, right. you're doing a hell of a job selling Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So much. I think everyone who has heard this can agree. We should all have kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's How so am I doing? How's hard. my tempo? What? It's so hard <laughs> in so like tired. all the ways that your life hasn't been hard up to that point. You know, like right. you just don't know. You just yeah. like I had I have a doula who uh, and by the way, thank God for doulas. Talk about underrated. And and she also is a parent now. And she just was like, yeah, I just had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like you, even you can be an infant care specialist yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right you have your own kid and then you're like oh my god the hours yeah. oh my god right. the, it just when they cry there's no one else in the world who when they cry like every bone in my soul feels like it did something wrong yeah yeah it happens happens and it spreads to other like i can't watch nature documentaries i can't watch movies where bad really children yeah nature documentaries are fucked up because it's like oh the natural rule of like i i don't know if it was just the specific nature documentary i saw but so many nature documentaries involve the youngest member of a pack getting picked off by a wolf or by some sharks. Oh yeah. That would fuck me up. Yeah. And you can't, it's like, you see the mother, uh, the mother animal, like, you know, having, I know. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Fuck no. No, no, thank you. I told you, Jack, you got to stop watching that compilation video on YouTube. It's not a nature (laughs) documentary. It's just a fucked up, gory baby animals. Baby animals get maunched. (laughs) Okay, but here's why else everyone should just have a kid. It's because I realized, like, part of the reason why I waited till I was 40 is because there was just no accessibility for me in my 30s to be able to have a child. Yeah. And there are all these, like, social programs that we used to have that we just, like, do not have anymore. And, like, in other countries, there's all this nanny care support. Nanny care right. is like subsidized by the government, you know? And I just think like social structures vanishing is a sign that we all need to just like procreate or, you know, adopt or 
you know, do egg donation or surrogacy because the more we're all having children, the more these programs have to be like supported. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So this is my pyramid scheme. <laughs> is to just have more people have kids and it yeah. forces puts the pressure upwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, Love the bottom up approach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like is is this how I become that auntie that is like, how come you haven't had kids yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about some news. We'll be right back. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Mm -hmm. Why did the two fours skip lunch, you guys? Why? Why did the what? Because they ate too much? Because they already, they already ate. ate. They already <laughs> ate. I like that Fuck. one. That was right there. Already. Right there. The already is key in that joke. Which king yeah. loved fractions? Which? Henry, Henry. VIII. Eighth. <laughs> I read that one and I was like, well, that one sucks because I didn't. Because I was like, I thought it was Henry the one eighth. I hadn't even like thought about it. You could say it, but hey, yeah. you know. All former Henry drug dealers unite. No, nah, that's an eighth right there, bro. That's right. Henry the 3.5 grams. Anyway. When I would call my drug dealer, I would say, hey, could I have a one eighth, please? What? <laughs> one eighth of one ounce, please. <laughs> um, good man. Yes, the good, the good, good, that Mary Jane. Is that one chronic? Eighth of one you, ounce. One eighth of one ounce of the finest chronic you have. <laughs> oh, my God. My I miss man. weed so much. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, hey. All in due time. All in due time. That's oh, right. Wait. 
just like the reckoning for Ron DeSantis's boots all <laughs> in due time. That's right. Look it's at these happening. boots, though. Look at but these boots. But we've looked. We've talked about the boots. He's his boot game is strong. Some say even fishy. Saying what's going on down there, and people started drawing like drawing dry diagrams of what they believe to be inner lifts within the boot. Yeah. And you know, the GOP sadly is not a great party to run in, especially for men that are perceived as anything less than a twelve foot tall Rambo recreation. <laughs> <laughs> And naturally, the Trump fans have especially gone in on on Ron DeSantis's boots as a way to, like, you know, neg him and be like, Trump number one, this guy wears boots that have lifts in them. Uh, and the debate over, like, his heels has now got to the point where Politico, the fucking <laughs> political outlet, got the fucking opinions of several cowboy boot and shoe experts, like fucking cobblers, to figure out whether or not Ron DeSantis is actually wearing altered boots. This is awesome. And the, the look, it's in now. Okay, we've got the results in. All of these people are saying something's going on here. Something ain't right, Ron. <laughs> There's one diagram they point to. This of diagram, like, Miles, okay. it's unbelievable. It's the best journalism I've seen in the past five years. It's it's it's, it's a close up of him sitting on like a bar stool, but just yeah. focused in <laughs> from his like ankles and foot area. And they say like number like one, they're saying like, oh, the leather is bunching too much here, meaning like that there mm. must be there must be a foot there. Another point uh, shows to where, that's where his ankle joint is, right? Yeah. They're like, that's mm -hmm. where his ankle joint is. Then they point to like where his toes likely end. And then they juxtapose <laughs> that they're like right next to it. Number four, you can see where that big joint is, where your big toe meets your foot. Yeah. That's he's got actually a bulging. That thing's pushing out way too early. Too, that's like in the midst, like in the arches area. And yeah. they're like, the verdict is our man is playing around with these boots. <laughs> Big lifts. And like oh, the, yeah. the function of the diagram, the diagram is so effective. You can like see his foot inside yes. the boots and yeah. you can see how uncomfortably it is positioned. Like he is suffering for his art here. <laughs> he is, right. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's yeah. like straight up his ankle his like toe is pointed like a ballerina but then it's also like mashed to the side like yeah. his calf I, it would be wild like if he like snapped his achilles on the you know but oh, like i yeah. wouldn't be surprised pretty stretched. Like, he might tear his calf stretched. in the next few yes, years calf has to be in just agony at all times to be the, i kind of love it when men get picked apart like women do though right like, exactly this, That's this like, does bring me great joy i mean yeah the, when, and and talk about your calves being in agony all the time in shoes. <laughs> oh my lord! Welcome, yeah. welcome, Ron. Um, <laughs> there, one boot maker they spoke to in Texas who candidly admitted he's like, you know, I actually have made custom boots with hidden lifts for politicians in Texas. I won't say who, but <gasps> let's just say I know how this shit works. They <gasps> said, let's "Say it ain't George S. Bush." <laughs> I don't I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of a letter besides W. What should we I'm call at. him? G Bush. No, that's too obvious. <laughs> uh George W B. <laughs> what is the theory behind lift? I mean, doesn't Tom Cruise wear lifts and he like saves the country regularly? Yes. I think yeah, and, and some shots too, and then other times like I know like they'll just have him like standing on stuff just to make yeah. it look oh, like, right, like, like an apple box or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so the one guy, this this Texas bootmaker, pointed to the fact that he's like the, the boots do have a tra traditional Western silhouette, 
but the heels appear shorter. And he's saying that when you put mm. inserts into cowboy boots, you want to actually saw down the exterior heel because you can get up to a, quote, five inch stiletto of height in there if you do it right. And he said, <laughs> and he said, quote, that's too much for the common man. So on a ready made boot, they'll cut down the heel about half an inch to accommodate the lifts, which looks to be what happened here. <gasps> point of evidence number two is they point to his pant legs that seems to indicate that he is wearing a wider than necessary boot that would also accommodate the insert. And so if you look, at I his would pant have legs, to agree. Looking at this diagram, it's pretty clear to me what's going on. Yeah, yeah. it's and you, you hate to see it, you know, like uh, I, the, the, again, the GOP is not a place for for short kings, especially when too like a lot of like political people have pointed out that like taller candidates win a lot of the time, except for like the uh, one time where Barack Obama is shorter than Mitt Romney and oh. Joe Biden is shorter than Do Donald Trump. But guess what? Mm -hmm. I don't just so in other my than mind, most times in my mind's eye. Mm. Barack Obama is not shorter than Mitt Romney. Barack Obama yeah. is an inch and a half to two inches taller than Mitt Romney in my mind's eye. And that's all the Matt, right? Like yeah, when right, we're, right. you know, like when people are voting, they're not like sitting there and looking at like a boxing weigh in. They, it's like how tall they read. Yeah. And you he know, reads as taller. You're right. My grandma's always said to me, it's not how big it is. It's the motion of the ocean. Yes. Exactly. Your grandma did always to feet, too. <laughs> <laughs> mainly to feet. Isn't that mainly what she was talking about? I think so, she was talking about big dicks, but. Oh, really? Oh, well, hey, shout out oh, yeah, to the wisdom of grandma for there, too. Yeah, yeah. it translates. <laughs> but like he recently went on a podcast, right, where the host is like a fucking avowed Trumper. Like he's worked on the campaigns. Like all he does is praise. Which Donald also, Trump. by the way, is weird to be an yeah. avowed Trumper. Of it's course. just like, what have you done with your life? OK, continue. So he should. So Ron DeSantis went on this show knowing that the MAGA people have been coming for his boots and the, the host did not waste time making Ron DeSantis squirm with his concern trolling over his boots. Like, really put it away. He's like, oh, do, do you know what they're saying about you right now? Oh my God, but here, Ron, listen I'm to so this worried. clip. This can't feel good. And I'm just yeah. worried about your mental well-being. Truly, wow. truly. This is him on this podcast where immediately he goes for the boot or the throat or whatever we're saying here. I'm sure your marketing team points out how they're trying to troll you in the marketplace. Okay, I'm sure they're doing that. Can you bring this one clip? I know you were on, uh, 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 what do you call it? On, uh, uh, what was it? Bill Maher, and Bill Maher talked about the boots. I've seen you walk with these boots. Go ahead and play this clip. This on TikTok went viral. It doesn't have a million views. It doesn't have, you know, 10 million views. This thing's got 1.2 million likes. And, and some people are wondering... How, what are they? I don't even. So I haven't what, seen that. What there's, they've not shown this to you. Okay, no, what they're trying to say to with this is that in your boots you have heels. No, no, no. That's yeah, what no, th to those say. are just standard <laughs> off the rack. Um, Lucchese, um, uh, how, how tall are you? Book, how tall are you, Governor? How tall? Five eleven. Five eleven. Okay. Why don't you wear tennis shoes and dress shoes? Uh, I do wear tennis shoes when I work out. Yeah, 100%. you do. Yep. Okay, I got a gift for you. I'd love for you to wear. Okay, I shop. At oh, Ferragamo. he looks so guilty. <laughs> He's bringing that sneakers for him to wear. I don't accept gifts. I can't accept Ah, uh, found an hour. So it ends right there oh, with him no. being able to be like, I actually can't accept gifts or even try on the sneakers that would verify oh, or be on no! this show anymore. Ah! Smoke bomb. <laughs> Out of here. <laughs> oh, no. It's so fucked up. Like, part of me, like, you know, you. I, 
as part, I understand like the toxic masculinity of it all. But for someone who is such a vile piece of shit, you're like, I know you reap what you sow, fella. You know what I mean? Yo. For all the stuff you do to come at people who are different than the cishet crowd, like this is kind of this is a beautiful irony. But that like, yellow line diagram was the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. With the drawn in leg. The host shows the outline of like what people suspect is going on here. It's like (laughs) the magic bullet diagram in JFK. (laughs) And it's like so convincing. It's like, yes, that's exactly what's going on inside the shoe. Did you see how his posture changed? His his posture changed when he said five. Like we said, how tall are you? He said 5'11 and he sat up more in his chair. Completely. But I was like, sir, your shoulders are a lot lower in relation to that chair than your ho- the host is, which because you can't you can't you can't fake the torso you know, yeah. length. You know what I mean? But anyway, it's definitely clear the host was trying to rattle him. And I would say he succeeded. But like, I wonder if like now DeSantis's team is like now internally trying to figure out how to play this. Like, do they embrace it and be like? All right, you caught him. So what? He's still a fucking monster bigot. Can we move on, bigots in the world. He's yeah. a small man, but a huge bigot. Huge bigot. So what are we yeah. even talking about he's here? He's got folks? a lot of hate in his heart. He's got yeah. this guy. I'm telling you, he's a hustle racist. This guy's all hustle. Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. I mean, is this what undoes there. a racist? Is like, but you're you're actually short and. That's it. That that's, <laughs> that's it. what makes him be like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. I have to rethink my entire career trajectory. <laughs> I, maybe the don't say gay stuff was a bridge too far. No, there no, it's of- my shoes. Watching that podcast host just like push him around, just have his way <laughs> with him. Like makes me real like he couldn't be a worse candidate to be the guy trying to unseat Donald Trump like professional bully. Like, like truly the worst pick possible. Yeah. Like, because they could have come up with. And he has to know that at some level. That has to be what's happening with, like, that when they're like, okay, say your thing and then smile. And, like, the smile that he flashes appears to be trying to kill him. Yeah, like, exactly. You know? <laughs> it looks like he's being lightly electrocuted and trying to hide it. <laughs> like, bit. He's all good. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's incredibly I'm accurate. Happy. But yeah, it, this is again. Yeah, this the saga will continue. Uh, that podcast host, to your point, Jack, like it was such like I love a low energy concern troll. Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh man, yeah. are you like they, they didn't tell you about? Th- I don't know if they're worried about this. I don't know if your team show. Oh, they didn't show you. Okay, so this is what they're saying in the marketplace. <laughs> he fucking puts it. And then the diagram. Yeah, the uh, damning diagram. Let me God. just let me just show you something here real quick. <laughs> never, never get your good. thoughts on this guy. Yeah. Okay, Ron. Okay, I'm looking at this picture of him mm-hmm. that you have here in Tampa. Mm-hmm. That is a man wearing lifts. Oh yeah. And oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. The video of him walking across the stage in the boots. Uh, it's oh yeah. I've the, the... never seen it. It also it just looks like if you had taped erasers to the bottom of my feet and asked me to walk around on them. I don't know what <laughs> why that's what I went with, but like it, you know, like just the discomfort of like walking on a thing that is not supposed to be there. Like it just right. feels weird. What if, if it just, turns out they're not lifts? It's just how he walks in boots. That would Could actually be, that. be really, <laughs> that would be something. We were also yeah. saying earlier off mic that what if he just had one really big toe? <laughs> 
and that's why he's got to have his foot all back set into the thing. He doesn't want to wear he doesn't want to wear overly long shoes, so it's better to go vertical with it to get by that big toe some space. And then he has to do a big toe reveal to be like, it's not lifts, guys. I got fine. <laughs> Look at my big ass toes, man. Are you happy? Is this As what a you uh, Long toed king. I I would be forced to you know feel a little bit of sympathy. Yeah. For Shout out to LTKs. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure amongst the GOP, it's okay to be different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they seem to appreciate that. They embrace the fact that humans are varied, and they don't yeah. conform to just one sort of set of traits or identities. But yeah, we'll see, Ron. Uh, Nikki Haley's gaining on you, but I don't know what that means anyway, because it's Trump's to lose, or actually to right. win, I guess, really. Yeah, gaining, and that means that she's getting closer to second place, and second place is behind trump by like 40 for 40 percentage points right oh my yeah. god i can't At believe least. he's running yeah he's gonna win he's gonna what? win it's what? crazy he's gonna folks, win. Stop. folks he's gonna win he's gonna he's gonna run the country from prison he biden? folks he's he's biden's dropping the ball right now yeah. he's upside down on everything he doesn't know to do his foreign policy he doesn't know to do his domestic policy he's oh my god he's losing he's losing support folks but yeah anyway we'll we deal think... with that next year <laughs> yeah, we're just exactly. the middle east now yeah. yeah, truly. I mean, destabilization. Here we are. Do we think that the reason... Because this is like giving me a new perspective on like what it mm. must it be like to be a short king who's living a lie and mm. like has to be in lifts all the time in public. Mm. And like it, it just puts a whole new perspective on Tom Cruise for me and the idea that like, you know how he runs, like loves to run in movies. Like movies are the one place where he can use camera trickery to appear taller right and so i just wonder if it's like he just feels free it's the only place that he feels free because he can just like you know otherwise he's having to walk around in these in these lifts like which just look look like a real nightmare to maneuver i mean given that he also is very high up there in a major international cult yeah (laughs) right i imagine movies are a place where he's free (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, yeah. Well, yeah, because we were talking about how like JM was sort of doing an analysis, our writer, and suspected that the Mission Impossible movies are sort of like low key about trying to get out of Scientology. What? Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a the theory is strong. Like the theory kind of holds together. It coheres. Right. So much going on in a boot. I know exactly. exactly. Just let us look in them boots, Ron. (laughs) What if this was all just because I had a Ron DeSantis foot fetish? I was just like, just let us look at your feet. Let me see those things, man. You don't got (laughs) nothing on wiki feet, man. See if you got them fangs on you, them long toes. I mean, I knew coming into this. I knew. You knew that's what this was about. I'm into fetishes. I have a fetish for fetishes. (laughs) That's my thing. (laughs) So I knew. Yeah. All right. Good. Let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back and just keep talking about Ron DeSantis's. <laughs> no, that's not true. We'll move on to something else. We'll be right back. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. 
Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And has anyone? So there's that one. There's that one picture of him on the beach, right? Yeah. With Casey, and it's like clearly photoshopped, and there are no footprints behind them. Is that because of something to do with like maybe his feet aren't even real? Isn't maybe that he hovers? Does that make him a vampire? Yeah, maybe he's a vampire. That's all. Oh, I'm if saying. you're footless. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We no can. Feet. We can. We can get right on them feet pictures. Uh, feel so terrible that i didn't actually put this into the document for us to look at but yeah yeah well I you mean, know i would be distracted what he's got thick feet folks yeah thick feet we thick love ankles. a thick foot king yeah those look like the inflamed foot of a man who's been wearing lifts yeah and oh, one of his right. feet is propped up like uh, a barbie foot he can't stop he, propping it his oh calves. could you imagine that foot is stuck like that <laughs> Yeah. from overuse of the lifts they it took three days to get the left foot like flattened out but they just oh, like, yeah. couldn't yeah yeah, yeah. he has extremely surgery. flat feet yeah yeah well hey ron not anymore <laughs> not with the magic of these lifts no not at all <laughs> not at all all right uh we have an update on a story that we've been covering breathlessly we're like guys stop stealing from target there's a Please. theft ring Please. that is putting them out of business <laughs> And it turns <gasps> out that is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. Like, what do you know? We've been covering, like, I remember the first one we talked about was probably Walgreens in the Bay Area. They're like, yeah. oh, God, it's so out of control. And then it's like, no, your rent's too high. You're not doing enough business and you overexpanded too quickly and you're using this as cover. And now the latest one was like about a month ago. Target is the latest company crying crime wave. And they said, we're going to have to close nine stores because they're <laughs> shoplifting so much. And again, 
every fucking place. CNBC, Target says it will close nine stores in major cities, citing uh, uh, violence and theft. Wall Street Journal, Target to close stores in San Francisco, other cities, citing theft. Bloomberg, Target closes nine NYC West Coast stores to stop losses from rising theft. The New York Times, Target, citing theft to close nine stores. Everybody just took this and ran with it, okay? And sadly for the New York Times is the most liberal publication in the world. What? Obviously. Yeah, I'm so confused. I know their coverage is so to the left. It's right. That's how fucking (laughs) wild it is. It's crazy. But like, sadly for them, uh, Judd Legum's popular information team took a look at the numbers of the stores affected in San Francisco and New York. And guess what? These stores that are being shuttered actually had lower instances of theft than the fucking stores that are remaining open. What? How does that work? And then, but politicians, they only read the Wall Street Journal. So naturally, a few senators have introduced a bill called the Combating Organized Retail Crime Act. And mm-hmm. that's really just more cop shit, right? Obviously. Yes. And they point to this statistic in their press release about why they need to act. Quote, organized retail crime costs retailers $720,000 for every $1 billion in sales. That's up 50% since 2015. Damn, I'm in the wrong business. Hey, wait, quick math though, Zara. You love math joke. And I know you're really good at math. Uh, what what percentage is 720,000 out of 1 billion? Three. There you go. It's actually 0.07% of sales. Yeah. And like the group that they say they get the stats from, this lobbying group, the National Retail Federation, is the one keeping the stats. And even they admit they stopped recording these specific stats like back in 2020 because the numbers were so minuscule. Oh, my God. And really, a lot of people are just like just like the Walgreens thing. Some people who are like savvy investors kind of looking into it and they're like, it looks like maybe Target is just trying to hide behind the theft argument to cover up the fact that their stores are just doing less business because they're poorly planned in the locations they're at. And maybe because the prices might still be too high. Maybe mm. that could also be a thing, too. But of course, nah, it couldn't be that well, Target be like, we're losing business because our shit's overpriced. Yeah. Well, and also for them to have nine stores. Oh, yeah. Close down. Like, it, and that's just the ones they close. Like, there's more stores that they have. I mean, that's, it's poor planning. Get yeah. it yeah. together. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I've seen a lot of people argue about this story, too, where they're like, people they're like, really buy into it. They love to people love to cape for retail stores. It's fucking wild. Like there's like there's a Twitter thread going on. I was like looking at people saying, like, if you knew anything about being in retail, you know that like law enforcement is so underfunded that they oh, wow. can't even do anything about it. And other people are like, have you ever worked at a store and have someone steal something? You never call the cops. You know why? Because right. they're gonna be like, the fuck you want us to do? Yeah. They're like, you should <laughs> catch them. Their response to most things, yeah, exactly. it turns out. What the fuck you <laughs> want me to do? To do? Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. There's someone having a fucking mental health crisis? We're right there. We're right there, guns drawn. But yeah, like it's, uh, yeah. So th- this fucking, this, this like little dumb story keeps coming back all the time. It'll never go away, but yeah. keep your eye out for that. Theft has gone up a little bit in the past 10 years, and that is because of self-checkouts. They introduced self-checkouts because, and it was a calculated risk that self-checkout would save them enough money that it would offset the losses they would have from people just being like, oop, missed, missed that one, but yeah. okay. Okay, everyone knows that self-checkout is where you go when you want to steal shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know that too. I'm not saying too. I do, I'm just saying. Right. Yeah, 
And also what you do is the person who's like the monitor, like the one human they have over there, you get good with them. You're like, hey, man, you exactly. want this? I'm about to come up on a London broil. If you want <laughs> all this meat, I'll split it with you. And they're like, oh, that's right. Listen, I'm going to buy this boot lift. Yeah. yeah. Don't they're tell like, anyone about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's It'll how I, <laughs> that's how my sleep deprived brain <laughs> right, right. does things. Hey, I'm going to commit an act. And they're like, uh, I think you're here for your child's three month checkup. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, my bad. Okay. So I thought I was in target. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a story from dentists where dentists. I, ca- I appreciate the specificity of, of their, vi- the, they're really like just being like, we don't give a fuck about any other part of the body. <laughs> We're good here. So an article this week, a dentist in Virginia implored kids to eat all their Halloween candy in one sitting because it's much better for your teeth. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> it might upset your belly a little bit. Yeah, it might. To <laughs> might eat all yeah. your candy in one sitting. It might like put you into a diabetic coma, like literally. But I don't know. Every Kids single year, dentist. Yeah. yeah. Every, but this isn't like one way. Silly dentists. Like every single year, dentists give the same advice where they're like, I mean, if you're going to eat candy, like a big bag full of candy, you might as well get it out of the way now and then just go brush your teeth immediately. Oh, rather than like a prolonged, a like, prolonged multi-years yeah. effort, like my weird bag candy vault would be. If you eat all your candy in one city, you're exposing your teeth to that frequency one time. But if you're sitting there and you're eating it every 20, 30 minutes for the next few days over the next week, it's causing more damage to your teeth. Oh, that's that's that's, a quote from one dentist. I put it all in a bowl by my bed. And after I brush my teeth, I have one. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) I remember. I do not use hands. I just go face first (laughs) into a bowl of of. I called it peeled candy. That's how much that's how peeled much I use uh, I'm consuming vegetables and fruits that the only thing I can say is peeled <laughs> candy. <laughs> peel the wrap, peel the uh, skin off my candy and then just Prepare go at it. it. Yeah. 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 You got to you got to do the thing where you know those flat jolly rancher candies. Oh are yeah. Like, yeah. Those are like, so good. You just put those on each side of your mouth before you oh, make yeah. a little retainer. Yeah, Let wrap it, it around, suck yeah. on it. it for a little bit, wrap it around both so you have one in your bottom jaw oh yeah yeah top jaw and then or like like you're going for x-rays and like that film you have to bite down on just take two jolly rancher those flat pieces (laughs) go to bed folks (laughs) dentists love that yeah i just i don't know i guess it could be argued that it's also not great for kids teeth to have them bolt through a plate glass window in a sugar crazed frenzy after eating an entire pillowcase full of candy but i'm with the dentists on this one Hey, you know I what? Like I watch a lot of true crime. You know what lives outlives you? Your teeth. Your teeth. That's right. Yeah. You know, after you've been murdered and manslaughtered, massacred, whatever, tortured <laughs> by a serial killer. Yeah. How do you want your teeth to look to the whole rest of the world? That's what that's mainly. Yeah. When people are like, what am I going to leave behind when they're having existential crises? Teeth. Just your teeth. Your that's teeth. what you're going to leave behind. Yeah. yeah. So you sit down little jimmy and you eat that entire <laughs> goddamn bag of candy yes do you think well kid, i watch you do you think kids <laughs> want to do that like i know everyone's like i'm gonna eat it now but like i feel like there's always that sort of deferred gratification thing like yeah no he's most definitely kids speaking rebel. to parents of kids with candy like you yeah. know, adults in charge of kids bags of candy right, right like right 
I used to eat all my nieces candy. They forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they really do. They it's don't crazy. give a shit. They forget about it. After like three days, they're like, yeah, whatever. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Jack, you dole fun. it. Do you dole it out? Do I dole it out? Yeah. Or no, you they let them, forget, man. They're in con- no, I'm saying, are they in control of their, their bag account? No, 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 no. They get a couple oh, okay. pieces on Halloween night and then like maybe one or two in like a couple nights after and then they forget about it. Because they're also like, they, my wife raised them on the idea that fruit is dessert and fruit is the sweetest ah, thing that you get. Beautiful. And yes. so they are, they're, they really prefer fruit to candy. And I'm just Golly. sitting there being like, you suckers. <laughs> when I eat all of their candy in a you dark bunch room. You bunch of total idiots. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, Dad has all my Jolly Ranchers in his mouth again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this for the rest of the night. <laughs> Dad's teeth are rotting out of his head at such a rate that we can actually see it in real time. I think I saw a worm come out of his incisor tooth. <laughs> That's a gummy worm, I think. Let's get a diagram on this. Yeah. And finally, we've got a great trend, a thriving subculture in New Zealand. There have been a bunch of headlines in the past week about how a New Zealand town has been plagued by drivers blasting Celine Dion ballads which has turned people's lives into chaos. <laughs> Sounds to me like plagued is the wrong verb yeah. here. It should be enhanced. Blessed. blessed. Yeah. Seriously, blessed. Yes. Thank you. But yeah, it makes it sound like it's a prank of some sort, uh, of some sort, but it's actually kind of nuanced and beautiful. So there's this, there's this elaborate New Zealand subculture in which siren clubs have quote, siren battles where they blare music on speakers hooked up to modded cars or bikes to compete for the title of Siren King to win. Yeah. So this is like this was happening with like bass when I was growing up with like cars with like on, bass wars. Yeah. yeah, bass wars. <laughs> but the, the difference here is to win, their sounds can't just be the loudest. They also have to be the clearest which oh. is why competitors, ah. many of them of the Pacifica community, have been using Celine Dion because her music has high treble, which it makes it very clear. You can play it at a loud volume, and three blocks away, they just hear the voice of an angel sound out in the night, clear as a bell. <laughs> as if I didn't already want to move to New Zealand enough. I know, right? <laughs> That's their biggest problem is people blasting Celine Dion. Yeah. Well, and it's wild too because it's not even like even when people are like it's a gang or whatever, they're like no, it's actually like a really positive thing for yeah. these like young people. It's not even it's like what they're doing instead of a gang. They say like the right. kids are like actually like this keeps me pretty like a, it's like a fun productive thing that we do together. Right. It like it reminds me of like how like in some cities on the East Coast, like they're they're like angry when they see like groups of kids in this like city on bikes and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, it's a nuisance. We're like, honestly, some of these kids like this is this is healthier for them to be, have fun together doing something like on a bike than, you know, getting into some fucking nonsense or getting in trouble. So it's it's uh, it's always interesting to see how these subcultures pop up. And then, like, I love that it's such a respect for the fidelity that they've had to dial it. And it's like Celine Dion is actually like. It's not even about the style. It's about this is the music that helps us yeah. really determine who the Siren King is. I'm just picturing That's like amazing. a bunch of teenagers. It's like 
that scene in Shawshank when like the voice comes over and like all these teenagers just like look up and a single tear like runs down their eye, you know? Right. Okay, what's your favorite Celine Dion ballad? I mean The Power of Lerve. <laughs> yeah. I feel it has to be, right? Power I'm blasting Lerve. that shit. If so I'm not my heart will go on. That feels I'm sorry. Feels That's a little kind of yeah, little played. Although I'm not saying the power of Lerv is the you know like an original banger either, but yeah. I just feel like that would if I'm trying to be a Siren King, I would probably try and win with that one. I think you would win Siren King, Miles. And you know, thank you so much. I'm you know I'm I am planning to just maybe make my way to Auckland to see how I can you imagine that fucking comedy movie about some dude in like America being like I just want to be a Siren King, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> like and making the journey to New Zealand. Do it, <laughs> go <laughs> live your dream. Live your dream, boy. Play, What's that one? That but he's trying to like bring bass music to the siren battles, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and everyone's like, "This fucking sucks, man. This is just all. Oh, like it's noise. all muddled, man. It's yeah. I can't. No, this is not Siren King material. If you kiss me like this, Ooh, you whisper kiss. like that." It's mm. all coming, all coming back, all coming That's back to one. me now. Woo! Wow. When it gets to, baby, baby, baby. Oh, that's yeah. when you're fucking, that's when you just put your Siren King crown on. You're like, yep. Any other questions? That, that shit's hot. I feel like I Will Always Love You would be a fun one to just like hear again ring out because it opens with that long acapella, just, just her, just Whitney. You know? I mean, she's yeah. got lines like the flesh and the fantasy, folks. Oof. It's all coming back. <laughs> when, you, when you said that line, it's all coming back to me. There you go. <laughs> and by it's all coming back to me, I just could smell the backseat of my parents' car. <laughs> that song was playing, and I was nine years old. <laughs> oh, I thought this was you, like... Make it like making out in the back of your parents' car yeah. or something with a no, date. No. And you're like, should I put the Celine Dion on? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Set the mood. Shall we? Uh, shall we smooch to some Celine? Damn, Jack. Shall we bless the back seat with some Celine? <laughs> They're like, Wait, can you take me home? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, that was a big swing on my part. I didn't. I didn't realize that would feel so bad. <laughs> Sorry. Why do you have goosebumps? All of a sudden. <laughs> drop, drop me off up drop, drop me off up here well Zara such a pleasure as always having you on the Daily Zeitgeist where can people find you follow you all that good stuff you can find me at the grocery store in line <laughs> trying out some jokes yeah but if you don't look there you can catch me on X at Zara Comedy nah, yeah. not <laughs> no you're on Twitter it's Twitter you know on the IG metaverse, mm-hmm. metaverse piece. <laughs> oh wow! So you've comedy. been staying up on the latest trends. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just don't Amazing. ask me to do mental math, folks. That's right. You're <laughs> right for sure. And is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? Oh my god! No, not <laughs> one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at my baby monitor <laughs> diligently. Looking at the Nanny Camera Pro. <laughs> I've been really... No, I've just started Bluey. Oh. You just started Bluey? Yeah. Oh, man. I I was just bringing... I was just uh, having a Bluey revival in the past couple weeks at our house. Bluey's the best. Bluey's Miles, the best. have you gotten into Bluey yet? 
Nah, we don't. I don't really watch <gasps> it with the baby yet. Yeah, that um, makes sense. But I don't know when you're supposed to. You know, I don't what I mean? know that she. She's just sort of stares. Yeah, I mean, like when the guy's child was first born, I was watching the boys. Okay, holding him. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, man, these motherfuckers getting their heads melted. But part of me was like, man, he can't. Like everything I read, and like the doctors, like they're not their eyesight isn't that developed yet, so they don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, because there's some pretty violent shit that was happening. I have watched a lot of X Files with my daughter. Oh, and I'm pretty okay. much banking on her not actually seeing any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe but, she is. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's, she's going to be really into fantasy. Noir. Absorbing it. Yeah. yeah. She wants to be the smoking man next year, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miles, where can people find you? What's work media you've been enjoying? Uh, find me on the at based platforms at Miles of Gray. Uh, also find us on uh, our basketball podcast, Miles and Jack. Miles and Jack, boosties. Uh, and also uh, my ninety day fiance podcast, four twenty day fiance with Sophia Alexandra. And uh, check out the Good Thief if you still haven't heard the true crime show that I hosted. Um, let's see. I any stuff I like? No, I'm I'm in the same boat. Uh, I have not. I just tried. You know, Goosebumps started losing me. I'm not gonna lie. I got a couple more episodes in. What? I started, I started. I started wavering a little bit. Although there are references to Arsenal, which shout out to the writer whoever decided to make like that kind of be a central plot line for something. But yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I've I've lost a bit of momentum there. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna try Five Knife Freddy next. Yeah, uh, ooh. Uh, or go. Five Nights at Freddy's because Five Nights Freddy. The writing, dude. The 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 pieces don't stop. They're like, wh- like, why is this film so divisive? And now I'm like, now I gotta see it. Like, yeah, let me know. It's also the best, I think, debut for a horror film directed by a woman too. Made history. Oh, oh, hell yeah. No shit. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, a couple of tweets I've been enjoying. First, uh, Andrew Lawrence tweeted, "Wow, you're in your 60s and you think the kids these days are out of control." What a unique and interesting opinion to hold. Are you impressed (laughs) with their work ethic? Holy shit, you aren't? Very fascinating. Please continue. And then also we got a tweet from Rocco T. Thompson, which is Camille Paglia, the feminist academic, on a show. It was like a talk show. I don't know. Was was she the traitorous one? Was she? Am I remembering right? Was she the one that was like, women should stay home? I don't think so. But the the main thing I know her for is she went on a talk show and was like, Revenge of the Sith, the third Star Wars movie, is the most important like work of art of the past decade, essentially. <laughs> and that is the sort of like, if you're going to be a strange, out of touch, older person, I prefer that, like having weird, out of control... enthusiasm for something as opposed to just having the same bullshit like disdain for everything new instead focus on new things and like find a thing that you really fuck with and and be wrong about it but still you know i I prefer that so that was rocco t thompson retweeted camille paglia on revenge of the sith 2005 oh yeah okay i just looked her up she is she's accused of being anti-feminist often oh okay yeah well She's pro Revenge of the Sith. This track. <laughs> yeah, blame the woman for Darth Vader. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that is kind of the plot of that movie, isn't it? 
That's perfect for it. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do you think people might enjoy? This is a track by an artist called Sleepy Eyes. It's one word. And the track is called So Cold in Koreatown. And as an Angelino, like, you know, I'm like, that. okay, that, that's giving me a nice. visual. Uh, mm-hmm. When you listen to it, it sounds like it's like spooky house music, but like lo-fi. Uh, mm-hmm. And it again, like if you've been to Koreatown, there's like a lot of like, like half occupied malls and shopping centers yeah. and shit. So it, like, I don't know, like, all of this kind of does come together aesthetically in my mind when I listen to this. So this is Sleepy Eyes with So Cold in Koreatown. All right, we will link off to that in the footnotes. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. 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 Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.